While it may have taken 10 years off my life, but the Lakers finally got back to their winning ways and beat the Boston Celtics tonight. Close game, heart-wrenching game, 96-95. You're listening to the Laker Hand Podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I am here with the one, the only, Laker dad, dad, no, we're watching this game and we, I mean, I'm out of breath right now, honestly, as I'm recording this. This was a close game. Hannah, let's start with the positives. The Lakers snapped their two game losing streak. They won on the road and they beat the Boston Celtics. So it can't be all that bad. That said, I thought the Lakers played very well at times tonight and really, really poorly at times. Yeah, let's start with that first half. You know, Anthony Davis was on fire in that first half. He had 18 points, 10 rebounds. You know, he finished the game with 27 points, 14 rebounds, two steals. He kind of faded off a little bit there, especially in the fourth. I feel like when the Lakers could have really used him, especially in the last, you know, minute or so, he kind of just fell flat. But still, you know, AD came out. He really got us starting and got us rolling there, which really definitely helped us in the first half. Well, uh, you're right. AD was tremendous in the first half. Unfortunately, he could not sustain it, and there are two halves to a basketball game. That said, the Lakers were down by seven at the end of the third quarter, and it really looked like they were dead in the water. But they came back, played good defense, uh, played well in the fourth quarter until the last couple of minutes when they were horrific. Yeah, you know, the fourth quarter, the Lakers held the Boston Celtics to 17. Lakers scored 25 in that that fourth quarter. And, you know, at about a minute and 30 mark, the Lakers had a seven-point lead. And then all of a sudden, they just completely collapsed. And it was turnover after turnover. And then, I mean, Dad, we got to talk about that last possession of the game because, you know, they gave it to AD. It was a little tense. I'm not going to lie. He turned it over. But Alex Crusoe, man... You got to give him the MVP tonight. He came back on defense. He kind of, you know, got Boston in a little bit of scramble mode there with. And then all of a sudden, I mean, I think he saved the game for us tonight. I don't know how they missed that shot at the end. Yeah, well, AC definitely uh, uh, disrupted Boston at the end. Let's be honest, Hannah. uh, Boston should have won. I mean, they had a great look in that last shot. The guy just missed it. You know, um, the Lakers blew it. They had a seven-point lead with a minute 30 to go, and pretty much the Lakers choked at that point. And it was really AD. You know, I, I mentioned to you, let's, let's say what I said, with, I don't know, 30 seconds, 45 seconds to go, Jason Tatum is, is a superstar. He's not going to miss a shot with a minute to go in the fourth quarter. Unfortunately, Anthony Davis, as great a player as he is, does not usually do much with the game on the line at the end. And and AD practically almost lost it for us with some, you know, just poor plays at the end of the game. Yeah, that was frustrating. You know, I mean, watching this game, Jason Tatum is so good. And, you know, tonight he had 30. And we were talking in that fourth quarter. I mean, Jason Tatum is a guy who, game on the line, I have full confidence he's going to make that shot, which is why I'm sure Boston was a little upset he didn't get that last look at the end there to win it. Because think of Tatum's taking that shot. I think he definitely would have won the game for them. Yeah, Tatum, as I said... You know, he made their last two or three baskets. Uh, he was not going to miss. Tatum does is, the, is a great, great player, the kind of player that doesn't miss with the game on the line like that. They're very lucky he didn't take the last shot. If he had, we would be crying right now. Okay, let's talk about a few more positives, though, for the Lakers. Because, you know, the last few games, the biggest problem was the fact that no other player was really able to contribute. It was kind of LeBron James doing it all. And tonight was a little bit of a different story. You know, Dennis Schroeder played better. He had 12 points. Kyle Kuzma had 11 points. Montrez Harrell, I thought, provided us with a ton of energy. He also had 16 points. So I think we got much better contributions from our role players tonight. 
Yeah, Hannah, it was interesting. Um, the Lakers shortened their rotation tonight. A uh, couple of the players that usually play, Markeith Morris and um, um, who's the other guard? Wesley Matthews. Wesley Matthews. They, they didn't play tonight, which was unusual. Um, and, uh, you know, I don't know if that's going to be a sign of things to come or if it was for one game. But uh, there were some nice contributions. It's just, I'm, I'm, I don't know, what do you think, Hannah? I, I feel the Lakers are just too reliant on AD and LeBron too much of the time. And everybody else is kind of sitting around just waiting for them to do something. Obviously, they're great players, but I just wish the Lakers would just play to everybody's strength and let other people contribute and trust other people. You know, I agree with you on that, but I think when I'm looking at this team right now, the biggest Achilles heel for them is, you know, their lack of size. Marcus Gasol, great guy. But, you know, playing-wise, he's just clearly through. And it's frustrating because, you know, I've been seeing this on Twitter. People have been mentioning it to me on Twitter, all over social media, even when I'm out and about. People are saying, you know, if we had JaVale McGee, we had Dwight Howard, we had DeMarcus Cousins, the Lakers would be a much better team right now because, you know, Marcus Hall just isn't providing us with anything. And he's our only center on the team. So I think if you're looking at it, you know, what this team needs, we got to go out and we got to try to get a center. Yeah, uh, you know, we traded JaVale McGee to get Marcus Gasol. That was all part of the same transaction. And I think at this point in time, it, that doesn't look like a good move. I, I think we could use JaVale right now. Marcus Gasol, you know, nobody can take it away from him. He was a great player, great NBA player, great career. But it really looks like he's done at this point. He's just not able to contribute anything. And it's, it's difficult. And I, I don't know what the Lakers are waiting for. They're going to have to pick up a center. There's just no question about it. But speaking of people not contributing, what in the world has happened to KCP? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, KCP, we were, you know, raving about him in the beginning of the season because, you know, after how well he played in the bubble, I think we were all a little bit curious to see if that would transpire over to this season. In the beginning of the year, it really did. He was playing great for us. He was, you know, coming off the bench, easily being our third, fourth leading scorer of the night. But lately, man, he has just not been able to do anything. Tonight, he had zero points. I mean, disaster for KCP tonight. 0 for 4 from the floor, 0 for 2 from three-point range. I mean, I don't understand. I don't know what's wrong with him, to be honest. Yeah, Hannah, he is totally collapsed. I mean, that that's the bottom line. He started off the season really, really well. Everybody was raving about him. He was wonderful. And then about, I don't know, five, six games ago, he just hit a wall. And he doesn't look like he could make a shot. If, you know, he couldn't hit water if he fell out of a boat. You know, he's, he's just... I don't know. He's, he's just really out of it. He didn't even play in the fourth quarter, which is highly unusual, but they couldn't play him because the guy just can't do anything right. Yeah, I mean, obviously we've seen this last few games this week that a lot of the Laker role players have been struggling. Tonight I did mention, you know, Dennis Schroeder had a better game with 12 points, but still, you know, he was only three for eight from the floor. So a lot of Laker guards and just a lot of Laker players, the role players in particular, that were playing much better for us at the start of the season when we were able to kind of have more of a balanced scoring and more of a balanced approach they're just not really able to contribute and they're just not really knocking down their shots at a higher consistency like they were in the beginning of the season so I don't know what's happening with KCP not gonna freak out quite yet because we have seen him obviously go through some stretches where he just you know can't hit the side of the barn but not gonna freak out yet you know overall very happy that the Lakers got this win because it was very disappointing after that loss in Detroit the other night I know the Lakers were disappointed in it you know Frank Vogel said that they were you know very disappointed in themselves and obviously looking at that performance and that effort 
was pretty bad. So I was excited for this game because I expected them to come out firing. Obviously, whenever the Lakers play the Boston Celtics, it's a huge game. And, you know, that rivalry has gone on for years and years and years. So it always feels really good to get the win. Yeah, Hannah, again, you, you win a game on the road. It's always great. You win a game on the road against the Celtics, it's fantastic. But that said, this was a strange game. I I don't know whether to come away feeling good or feeling bad. I mean, I guess I feel great because if the Lakers had lost three in a row, it would have been full-blown panic mode, I think. They won the game. They pulled it out. I'm not quite sure how they did it. But, you know, uh, I, I just like to see going forward. I just have a sense, and I don't know if you agree with me, that the Lakers are just so focused on Anthony Davis and LeBron James. And I just think the ball's not moving. Those guys are just going one-on-one and taking crazy shots and having the ball stolen. LeBron had a horrible turnover towards the end of the game where he dribbled the ball off his foot out of bounds. You know, they got to trust their teammates. they got to get other people involved. I completely agree. And, you know, with LeBron, obviously, you know, he's been huge for us this season. For most of the season, he's been our entire team. But I do think he needs the help. He's looking a little tired out there. You know, especially these last few games, he's really been the whole team for us. And tonight, I think that showed he looks a little tired. So hopefully next game is going to be against the Atlanta Hawks. Hopefully we are able to have a little bit more of a – conscious effort by everyone hopefully KCP starts knocking down those shots Dennis Schroeder can you know get it together and be a little bit more consistent scoring wise to give LeBron James and Anthony Davis that help because you know I know LeBron doesn't want to do it I respect him for not doing it but I don't know they may need to rest LeBron a game or two to kind of give him some rest I absolutely think that LeBron James needs to take a game or two off to rest I don't think there's any doubt about it is he going to do it I don't know but he looks dead tired at times And, um, you know, again, the Lakers are just so focused on AD and LeBron right now, especially in in tight situations. It's like nobody else really needs to even be on the floor. And I I just don't like that style of play. As great as those guys are, you know, you gotta trust your teammates. You gotta be able to have other people contribute in crunch time. But nobody really gets a chance, Hannah. It's it's just everything goes to AD and LeBron. And you know, again, they don't pass all that much. It's just difficult. Yeah, and you know, I think we can all agree the Lakers are their best basketball when everyone is involved. Everyone is playing at a high level, and I don't think it really motivates a lot of our role players to really play hard when they know they're not going to really get the ball. And like you said, it really is just AD and LeBron versus whatever other team we're playing. So I think we can all agree Lakers are their best best basketball team, have the best chance of winning when everyone is involved, and hopefully that happens. Now, that's going to be it for tonight's show, you guys. Thank you all so much for listening. Like I said, the Lakers are going to be back at it again on Monday night against the Atlanta Hawks, which means Laker Hand and Laker Dad are going to be here after the game to break it all down for you guys. Once again, the Lakers beat the Boston Celtics in a heart-wrenching one-point win, a win that took at least 10 years off my life, and I think a lot of your guys' lives... As well. So Lakers beat the Boston Celtics 96-95. Until Monday night, Laker Hand and Laker Dad are out. Bye everyone.